up, everybody? And on this week's episode of Guys Talking Sports, we discuss the college football playoff and the national championship and who reigns king supreme. Is it Alabama or Clemson? Uh, we also touch the NFL and the playoffs and, uh, well, the Giants and the, uh, I'm sorry, the Giants, well, well, the Cowboys and the Chargers make it out of the, uh, the NFC, the AFC, respectively. And also, will Antonio Brown be playing his last uh, snap in Pittsburgh? On this week's episode of Guys Talk Sports. What's up, everybody? Happy New Year, happy holidays, happy Hanukkah, happy Kwanzaa. What's going on, folks? It's another episode of Guys Talk Sports. I'm here with my two boys, Al E. What's good? I'm good. Still living in the dance hall, uh, dance hall vibe. So one more song before we start, as I have intro music. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 I. <laughs> this is a new year, so. <laughs> this is a new year, so I I, I see where this is going already. <laughs> hey, man, look, it's all about having fun. It's 2019. Let's just roll with it. Let, 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 let the tune run there, buddy. Let the tune run. <laughs> oh, come on now. All right, let's get back. Ah, to <laughs> yes, 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 yes. So, fellas, I hope we're back. We recharged. I know I just came back from uh, vacation with the girlfriends and, and the family. Uh, I'm, I'm assuming you guys had a wonderful Christmas and a wonderful New Year. Uh, and I'm sure we missed out on quite a bit of uh, sports news. So, uh, to this, you know, jump right back into it. I guess we did not talk about the college football playoffs. I guess we talked about what was leading into the college football playoffs. And then, you know, while we're away on break, uh, we realized that the uh, college football champion is uh, Clemson as they took Alabama behind the woodshed and spent that ass. <laughs> it wasn't even – well, I, I'm not going to lie. It was a game in the first quarter, maybe going into the second, but after that it was just strictly Clemson all the way. So, uh, fellas, first of all, who here picked Clemson? One. Two, if you did pick Clemson, did you really think that they were going to beat them by damn near 30-something points? And, and, and three, who picked Clemson? <laughs> I'm going I'm to be honest with you, though. I'm going to be honest with you. I was rooting for Clemson. Oh, we all were. <laughs> we didn't well, is, <laughs> okay, fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. Um, I thought it was going to be a close game. I didn't think it was going to be a blowout. I thought that was going to be coming down to like the last play of the game, something like that. Even though I didn't watch it, um, I I protest against watching another Clemson and Alabama game. So in in view of the protest, I was doing something else sports related. Playing maybe NBA 2K19. I already forgot what I was doing. Or Brooklyn or watch, yeah, yeah, actually, that's what I think I was doing. I was watching the next game, but um, I think I believe I was just rooting for Clemson to be honest with the back of my mind. I just didn't know it was gonna be a blowout until I started seeing social media. Once I started seeing social media, then I was like, oh, something's getting serious. Uh, so I just waited to the highlights and actually saw the full game, you know, saw what happened. Um, but kudos to Clemson, of course, because. I don't even want to hear anything more about Alabama being the number one team, especially after getting beat twice, two times in the three championship games. Um, so me personally, I think Clemson right now is should be considered one of the top, if not the top team in college football right as of right now. Um, even though Alabama has more people, recruits, you know, top recruits going there and everything like that, still – Clemson now is the, the the I guess is this more of a rivalry going between Clemson and Alabama. That's the only thing that makes it intriguing at this point. Outside of that, I really didn't want to see 
I didn't really want to see another Clemson Alabama, and I hope not to see another Clemson and Alabama championship game, even though I may eat those words and we'll see it again next year. So, bottom line. Yeah, I want you. I really didn't have a, a pick in the game myself. I think for all of us, I think, you know, just as much as we pretty much had a Alabama um, Clemson fatigue, I think we really had Alabama in the championship game fatigue overall. So, I was pretty much not really tuned into it. I skipped back to it about maybe midway to second quarter going um, going towards the end. And uh, it looked like that uh, Alabama was having some problems. So I kind of actually turned, you know, stayed on there. And um, after halftime, I came back and it was like 30, like 30 to 16. I'm like, what the heck just happened here? And uh, um, Clemson just really put it on them. I mean, they took them, like you said, out, out behind the woodshed and put a, and put a good old fashioned thumping on them. So, um, this apparently seems like a rivalry, and I think if the, um, you know, if um, Main Street has their way, um, then they would like to see Clemson and Alabama in there next year. Um, you're going to bring back Trevor Lawrence. You're going to bring back the wide receiver Ross. Uh, I think Anthony is going to be back again. Um, but it might be a little bit different because um, some of their guys in defense are seniors, so obviously they're going to be, you know, making a honey beeline to the NFL draft as long as some of um, Alabama's players. So let's see if both teams are able to make it back come next year. Um, but I think that Clemson beating Alabama kind of, I think, saved college football to a certain degree because I think if Alabama would won, I think it would be very, you know, melodramatic as far as Alabama wins every year. They're always in the top seat. So why bother watching the championship game? I think Alabama put a little bit more excitement into it, but it's going to come next year. Um, when you have, you know, both teams going back in the season. Alabama reloaded. They had, the, I think, the top draft um, class going in. I think Clemson was right up in the top. So obviously these two teams are going to be definitely back in the mix. Of course, you know, the main, you know, the other people is going to ask them say, Ohio State, Oklahoma, Michigan, whatever the hell is going on there. Um, so it's definitely going to be a couple of the teams. Georgia is probably going to want to have their say-so in it. So um, it makes going into next year very intriguing. Um, and might, people might casually come back to watch it if it's not always going to be a Alabama preseason number one, Alabama starting first season number one, Alabama all the way to the BC Championship game. Hopefully, there's going to be a little bit more intrigue um, next year going into the, um, you know, the college football season and into the playoffs. So, like I said, it was a very interesting game. Me, like a lot of other people, was probably enjoying watching Alabama get a foot put in the ass. Yes. I will admit that I was a, a, a prime candidate for not wanting to watch the game. I will also raise my hand to say that I was there from the moment the ball was kicked off until the confetti dropped. <laughs> uh, uh, it looked like it was going to be a classic back and forth, back and forth type of game. It looked like there was no defense going to be played at all because, you know, going into the second quarter, it was like 16-14 Alabama um, or right into the beginning of the second quarter. And then all of a sudden – Clemson just put their put their foot down and put their foot in the neck of Alabama. And I was like, I dare you to score again. While Clemson's offense was just clicking on all cylinders and making all the right plays and uh, got to tip the hat to Clemson and Dabo Sweeney and, and the company over there and just putting together the perfect game plan. And it really exposed Alabama for the team that they are. They're great. No, no taking anything away from Alabama, no taking anything away from the SEC, but obviously Clemson, in my opinion, and some other pundits that I heard on the radio and the sports and um, over across to the, the sports landscape, Clemson at this point probably has overtaken Alabama as the elite team in the country as far as that team you want to go to if you want to win national championships. Uh, not to say that Alabama still won't get their recruits, but, you know, Dabo Sweeney is that that humble, 
crazy dancer with his player types of, uh, type of type of coach who has a genuine love and affection for his players. And if you're 17, 18 years old and you're a senior, you're being recruited by Clemson, you're being recruited by Alabama. You know, you got a loose, fun environment in Clemson or you have a rigid uh, type of coach and environment over Alabama. What is it? What is a kid going to choose? Now, Al, I know you said that uh, Clemson is probably winning this rivalry, but uh, Alabama's winning this decade when they won six out of the ten national championships. So it's still Alabama that's probably reigned king supreme. But as of right now, Clemson is that hot team. But like you said, Earl, you got Ohio State, you got Michigan. If Michigan is going to get that together, who knows? But Within SEC, you got Georgia, you got Tennessee, you have Florida, all these other teams that are on the up and coming that might be trying to uh, nip at Alabama's heels to claim the to claim the crown in the SEC. So, I think the SEC is only going to get tougher, which kind of sucks because then it kind of kind of takes some of the light away from the other conferences other than the Big or the SEC. So you know the Big Twelve, the ACC. Well, the ACC, of course, has a championship, but the champion. But outside of Clemson and Florida State, then who's really in the ACC? So the Big 12, Pac-12, and ACC is really like looking up at those two conferences and like, are they going to get the same shine just because of the the type of uh, the type of attention that's being drawn drawn towards the SEC, just because of the teams that they have and the caliber of players that they're getting? Uh, but overall, it was a great game. It was nice to see Alabama get their ass kicked because you haven't seen Alabama get their ass kicked like that, God knows, over a decade. And it was just, it was just pleasant. It was nice. It was great. I still think the, the college playoff needs to be expanded beyond four teams, but the committee thinks otherwise. You know, I still think that you give UCF an opportunity to battle out against a Power Five squad. Uh, they may have the opportunity to take him out. I'm not saying they win a national championship, but I think they'll give him a good game. But whether here or there, congrats to Clemson. I'm looking forward already to the 2019 season. It sucks when football goes away, especially college football. Because <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know how much I love college football. Uh, but signing day is almost here. And then before you know it, it'll be spring ball. And before you know it, it'll be fall all over again, ready for some college football. So. Once again, Clemson, congratulations. Dabble Sweeney, congratulations on your national championship. So uh, if anybody else has anything to kind of add on top of that. Wait, wait. I do have something I want to add on. <clears throat> Sorry. Because <clears throat> this needs to be said as well. Um, as much as Clemson is the national championships, can't discredit what Alabama has done. So I have to give credit where credit is due. And this basically goes out to Alabama fans out there because um, I've seen it in social media um, because of, the, the, I guess, the, the way that Alabama lost this game. There was people out there putting out hashtags to fire Saban. Ah, yes. So I'm only going to say this. If, y'all, if you guys want to fire Saban, be my guest. I know plenty of teams out there that will sign him to twice as much as money as he's making in Alabama right now. So you guys that's complaining that y'all been in national championships these past decade, like Adrian said, and you're upset because of the way you lost this game, that to me just shows me how delusional that you guys can be, that it's always championship or fire. And to be honest, I don't find that acceptable at all. Alabama fans should be grateful to the fact that Saban has been there for the past decade. Any other college football team out there would want him in a heartbeat. Let him go. Let Fire Saban if you want. You will not see another national championship college playoff game again. And got that right. I'm, I'm just being brutally honest. So just be grateful that you have a coach in Saban. And, you know, take it from what it's worth. Sorry. Continue. Yeah. No, no. They're, they're spoiled. Yeah, they're spoiled. And uh, I agree they're spoiled. Um, 
you know, I, I, I would be, um, I would say for those, you know, um, sports pundits out there, I think probably everybody needs to just slow down and just take a pause in regards to Clemson. We got to see what they do going in next year. I mean, they're already talking about their, you know, double Sweeney said, oh, we're the, almost like we're the best team ever. And, you know, they're already, you know, want to crown Trevor Lawrence, the, you know, the QB, somebody who made a ridiculous statement that he should not play the next few years. Stop it, stop it, stop it, stop it. You know, pump the brakes. They had a good season. They had a good run. They put a foot in, you know, they put a foot in uh, Alabama's ass. It may be a rivalry with this, with these two versions of these teams, but we have to see it unfold next season before you can definitively say, A, Clemson is really, really there, or B, Alabama's really, really starting to slip. Um, I think next year is going to be the barometer uh, because maybe one or maybe both might not make that BCS championship game, and it'll make this conversation null and void. Now, the, my money bet is probably one of those two teams is probably going to make the national championship game, depending on how things, you know, unfold. But also everybody, you know, that's hopping on the Clemson bandwagon, pump your brakes. And everybody think Alabama's dynasty run is over, pump your brakes. Everybody picked <laughs> at least once. Um, so, and, and Alabama been kind of toying with that anyway. I mean, they had a very light left the game against UGA. Um, at the at the end of the season for the um, SEC championship game, and they wasn't really playing all that good against Citadel up in the halftime. They looked like they wanted to lose that game until all of a sudden they snapped out of it. Citadel had a bunch of turnovers, and Alabama just ran away. So, I think to me, Alabama was this game was coming. They just caught a team that was going to make them pay for their mistakes. UGA really couldn't. Citadel didn't have the firepower. Clemson made them pay for their mistakes. Yes, 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 yes. But I do have to, I do have to uh, kind of disagree. Um, outside of some of the defensive talent that uh, Clemson will be losing towards the uh, NFL, NFL draft this upcoming draft, Clemson is loaded. Clemson is at that elite blue blood level where they're not retooling; they're just reloading for another run. Um, Trevor Lawrence and their wide receiver are both freshmen. Uh, they're going to be playing together for the least next two years. Uh, the O-line is young. The offense is young. Uh, as you can see, as long as you have an offense that can put up points and you have a defense that can stop another offense from not putting up as many points as your offense can, you have a chance. And as long as they're a blue blood, they'll continue to be in the top ten. So... I have a reason to believe that Clemson is going to be in it for the long haul, along with Alabama. But some of the other SEC schools are catching up. And some Ohio State, Michigan, been, it's a free fall for whoever, Oklahoma, maybe, Texas. Um, it's just a free fall after that. So I think that Clemson, though I'm not saying that you should jump on the bandwagon, but considering that Clemson in the last four years has been in the college football playoffs, won two national championships. I think they're here to stay. No, I, like I said, I agree. I was just trying to tell everybody, just let's, let, let's see how next season unfolds <laughs> before you want to crown, you know, really crown them the king because you never know what's going to happen next year. I agree with you. I agree with you. One, one freak injury and the whole season goes awry. But I will say this to, um, to UCF. Um, if anybody from UCF out there is listening or, or if the people listening, UCF, get your ass out of that conference. You'll never, ever get the respect that you want and play the teams that you want in that conference. ACC, SEC, I don't know where you're going to go, but you got to get out of that conference. Well, you know, being that I kind of read up on a lot of this crap. <laughs> <laughs> The reason why UCF is kind of out there along with uh, the other directional Florida schools, uh, Florida Atlantic, Florida, Florida International, all the other damn schools, is just because um, the bigger Florida schools, Miami, Florida State, and Florida all have, you know, they have their footprints in the state of Florida. And being that they don't believe 
conferences don't believe that the TV market will generate more additional income for their conferences is the reason why they're on the outside looking in. Um, so I don't know what the hell UCF is going to do. UCF probably have to go undefeated for another two seasons before anybody will take him seriously because the, the Big 12 is looking at them. Was going to consider them in Houston, but then, you know, I guess they ran some numbers and they just decided that they, they're just not going to bring no value to the conference. So you're just going to take money out of out of other teams' pockets. So, nah. <laughs> That's the bad part of college football. They're more worried about what money you're going to bring in than about bringing in quality, talented, you know, school programs to play you. I agree. I agree. But until they can get that – I mean, that's no different than why the committee feels as though they don't need to expand to four, uh, more than four teams because they feel as though they're going to lose out money on other bowl games and, uh, you know, they don't think they'll get the, the necessary eyeballs on certain games if they expand it out. But I'm like, dude, you're trying to think <laughs> – well, let's cut the crap. We all know what it is. Until the SEC gets not put into the uh, playoff yeah. twice, that's when they'll expand it. As of right now, they get one to two. They're happy with the way things are. Outside of that, until no SEC team sniffs the college football playoffs for at least a good two years, then all of a sudden they'll expand it. eight. But outside, they're not going to change it. I agree because, you know, the Big Ten wasn't saying nothing until Ohio State didn't get it this year. And then they're like, yeah, I think you need to go ahead and expand uh, the college football playoff. I'm like, oh, so now it's in two years or two different years for, for the Big Ten not to get included. Of course, let Alabama, Auburn, Georgia, LSU, let none of those teams even sniff the college playoffs for about two years. And trust me, all of a sudden, we get to eight. I guess. You ain't got to even preach it to the choir, sir. <laughs> and that's why the, the Pac-12 is pissing, because they're mad because they ain't made the playoffs but once. That's a shame. I mean, like, when you think about it, like, since the college football playoffs started, like, how many other conferences represented themselves in the actual playoff series for a national championship? Like, but there's so many different conferences out there. Like, it just seems like it's the same ones over and over again. And until there is something, a change is needed there from that aspect where those same teams are not there representing the college football championship, it's never going to change. And it's, it's a shame. Well, first of all, I think if something's going to happen, Notre Dame's going to have to join the conference. Because this is good luck with that one. <laughs> because this is it's, what it's been five years since the college football playoff started. Notre Dame has made it twice, so that obviously they got the ass whooped twice, both times. Time. Right, right. <laughs> so, but at least they made it to the championship game the one time. <laughs> but here's the now thing about that, that though. But here's the thing about that because technically, Notre Dame is probably doing this. I, it's interesting because. Notre Dame doesn't have to worry about, you know, falling out of ranks in their division because technically there is no division for them to fall out of the ranks. So as long as they're winning their games, it seems as though that they don't have that aspect holding them back from even making it into the college championships. So let me ask you a question. Do you ever see any teams that's in a conference actually drop out of that conference to feel as though they may get them the edge um, to make it to the college championship series. So it's a team dropping out of a conference to go independent. Exactly. Uh, uh, you will probably know that better than me. I, I don't know. Uh, uh, no, and I say that because it's becoming increasingly difficult for teams, even within a conference, to schedule out-of-conference games. Mm. So now you're looking at – I mean, Notre Dame has their contingent of schools who they'll play out of conference games, but also they have that alliance with the ACC where they'll play four or five teams within the ACC to help comprise their schedule. But that's Even what I'm saying. Though, but what I'm saying is, is that do you see an independent doing that same, following Notre Dame's blueprint, um, following their plan to, you know, to continue on going forward? Because – let's be honest, Notre Dame really don't have no, rep, you know, like you said, it's a line, it's an agreement there. 
but they really don't have that association with any conference. So, well, the only thing I can say that with Notre Dame that they have their their lucrative con- uh, TV contract, NBC Sports. So NBC Sports has been paying them for years, years, probably years, you know, probably since we were babies. Uh, they probably had that uh, that contract with NBC. So they're not trying to give up that exclusive exclusivity. Exclusive. Well, they're not trying to be to give up that exclusive contract with NBC and that top that chapter dollars to join a conference where they can only get maybe half of what they were getting from NBC by themselves. So. There's only other schools that can sit there and possibly try to do something like that. It's maybe Texas because they have their own TV contract, but it's based with ESPN. So, you know, unless they would have, unless a school comes up and say TNT or uh, some really high profile cable network says, I'm going to give you this. 10 year, 300, 400, 500 million dollar contract, and I'm going to play your games exclusively, all 12 games, mm-hmm. where I can sit there and say, Well, you know what, hell, if we're going to get this, and then we can do whatever we want on the back end, maybe it's possible we can drop out and be an independent. But that's the only way. And I don't see, with the way people are dropping cable left and right, I don't see any TV network going to sit there and pay that sort of money to have a team exclusive on the network. And also, it's got to be a team. I think it's almost to do it. Um, they have to have that. Um, they have to have that pedigree, that cachet that's been around just as long as Notre Dame. That has been as good as Notre Dame, you know, throughout the years. You need, you need one of those, I guess, quote unquote, historical teams that could carry themselves. Maybe, maybe um, a USC or a Penn State. Maybe they could. Maybe they could get away with that, but I don't see that. USC, you know, is, is you know, Pac-12 and Penn State. See, that's Penn why State. Army. You have to go back to the early, the, the early 19, not the early 1900s, but 1940, 1950, where it was only teams like Notre Dame Army, Oklahoma, schools like that that had a history way back when that, people know about that will be willing to turn to their games if it's on your network. I agree. I mean, I, I don't see many of the teams out there. Like you said, you would have to get a historical team that fandom predates modern college football. Yep, exactly. Exactly. And until then, nah, because it's better off like the Big Ten has the perfect concept where they have their, their their conference, but they also have their Big Ten network, and everybody's getting a piece of that. Then they can also have their tier, their tier three. So that's why they're kicking out about forty-five to fifty million dollars a year per team. You know, so I don't think any one network can sit there and throw out that type of deal where a team can get close to fifty million dollars a year and be exclusive to a particular network. <laughs> But Notre Dame did mess mess it up because, I mean, you have a team that's an independent make it in there, and you got other teams at conferences that didn't even get even a chance to even sniff it. So it's like right. they they legitimately throw a wrench into it because more like last year, you had two SEC teams in there. One team didn't even win their freaking conference, and they still made it to the dance. So it's like you have these teams that mess – mess up a true playoff system because you don't have true conference champions playing in a traditional playoff sense. Now let me ask this. Do you think if Notre Dame had lost the game right there towards the end, who do you think would have got that fourth spot, Georgia or Ohio State? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's a good question. <laughs> that, I would I – would, it should have been Ohio State – but they would have gave it to Georgia. I agree with you. I agree with you on that. Too. I agree with you. I agree. You know, can like you that. imagine that? Can you imagine? Like, let's be honest. Like, can you imagine you get? And I, I could honestly see a college football series go down where the four teams are Alabama, Georgia, Auburn, and um, Clemson. Damn, three SEC squads. Mm-hmm. You wow. got two. Well, it is just no. Uh, Wow. <laughs> I'm, 
I mean, I'm just saying, like a case, a, a case could be made. A case could be made. He's right. Then you, you're talking about overall down the years for the Pac-12, Big Ten, and Big Twelve. I mean, that I, would be because I, I I'm, I'm, what I'm saying is, is that I could see a case where, in order for the like something like that happening, where conferences is going to be like, all right, look, come on, seriously, like. I can honestly see that it's going to take something like that for colleges to take a stand and say, like, seriously, three SEC teams is in the college football championship, and we can't get our best team in a conference in there, or at least in a conversation. I really believe that there's going to be a case where something like that is going to happen, where conferences and people are going to really start to talk about it. <laughs> You, it, it could happen. I mean, you could have one of those college seasons where everybody's taking L's. I mean, what was the one year where you know a top, you know, a top team couldn't stay up in the top three? It was all losing. So, oh yeah. If you catch one of those seasons where everybody's taking a loss, but in one conference, you know, you have a, a one loss or a two loss SEC team that could have a quote unquote better strength of schedule wins and losses against, you know, a, a Big Ten, a Pac-12, you know. Big 12 team, they got two in there. Maybe one of these days a case can be made to have Oh, man. Boy. And they wanted, and they really wanted Georgia in there. Exactly. They, they did. They did. Clemson, but Clemson won. And Notre Dame, well, Notre Dame didn't even have to play. They had already they didn't won have to play, play, but Clemson won, and they couldn't do anything about it. But who the hell did Clemson play? You mean uh, the, the ACC championship? Are you talking about prior to the ACC championship? ACC championship. And prior to that, they was hoping that Clemson would lose to give them a good – actually, I take that back. After the Alabama-Georgia game, they really wanted to keep Georgia in there, but you really couldn't because Clemson won their championship game. Mm-hmm. And um, Oklahoma, you know, won against Texas, you know, right. and pretty good. So you couldn't, you couldn't take Clemson. They should have took out – you know, they should have took out the Irish, but I think people would have been griping about another year where two SEC teams were in there. So they left the Irish in there, and they would have slipped them in the number four, but Oklahoma beat Texas. But if if Texas had beat Oklahoma, then would you looking at uh, Georgia? Probably, you think it'd be Georgia over Ohio State? Yeah. Yep. Hence, the whole debate would have been like seriously, like that's where that whole bait would have debate would have began. And then, then they're wondering why people are clamoring for an 18 playoff. You know. Well, put like this: if Georgia would have beat Alabama in a championship game, then you would have had Alabama and Georgia and Clemson, and then Notre Dame. Four, Notre Dame. Right. But then, how would you rank them? You have to rank uh, Clemson number one, Georgia num- number two. Alabama, Alabama number, three. number three, and then Irish number four. Yeah. So then you would have put Clemson, Clemson, uh, Alabama in a in a not in a semifinal. Hmm. That'd have been interesting. It was at least there was no guarantee that Clemson would have put that type of shellacking on Alabama in the semifinal, but. Georgia, Notre Dame, so then more than likely it possibly could have been a rematch from the year before of Alabama, Georgia, or two years ago, whenever it was. I mean, like I said, Alabama saved everybody a lot of, a lot of headache by beating Georgia. If Georgia beat Alabama, it would have some, it would have been, two SEC teams would have definitely been in there because you ain't kicking out Alabama. And now you can't deny Georgia from beating Alabama in an SEC championship game. And they wouldn't have had a loss. They strength the schedule, yep. especially in the playoffs. Yep. So, Ugh. wow. Damn, damn, damn. And well, Ohio State would have still been on the outside looking in because they had a bad loss. And everybody, you know, they got excoriated for that. Right. Then they didn't play anybody worth a damn in the, the Big Ten Championship. Well, I think they played Wisconsin or somebody. Northwestern, yeah, and blew them out. Wow! Yeah, man. Uh, God, they really needed this up to eight. Take <laughs> pick, take the champion from each from each conference and then three at large, and and add a group of five team in there. You know, and everybody be happy. 
I mean, really, no, everybody wouldn't be happy because then there's some schools that probably be still pissed off, but at least every conference has been represented. And then, you know, then there's, then it would make a, a case for Notre Dame, but then Notre Dame is either they're undefeated or they lost three games. So it's like Notre Dame will just be in there every so often and everybody be happy. I know I'd be happy. Be more balanced. I agree. And then we can really see if UCF is truly that squad who they say they are or they're a bunch of frauds. <laughs> and, I mean, they had a, they took a bad luck with their, you know, starting QB getting getting his leg jacked up like that. Dude, I saw I saw on Instagram that he's uh, leg pressing 45 pounds right now. Yep. With that broke leg. Oof. These kids are healing so fast nowadays. Wow, it's crazy. Is it the cream or is it the clear? <laughs> I, think it's, I think it's an elixir of both. <laughs> it's a slurry. <laughs> you take it orally and you rub it on the, the spot that, uh, that hurts. Oh, man. Well, wow, man. We really we really touched on some college football. And uh, <laughs> as you can see, college football reigns supreme. Even though the NFL is the king. Without the without the AAA of uh, college football, you know, there would be no NFL. So, moving right into the NFL. Nice segue. Yes. Uh, what do you guys think of the playoffs so far? Well, first things first. Let's 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 get this out the way. Um, so we can now uh, officially say that the Giants didn't make the playoffs, right? <laughs> uh, damn it. They, were still in it, they were still in it up to week 13 <laughs> and we told you a month and a half ago it's over I didn't want to believe it <laughs> <laughs> I give you credit you, I, you I, I, rode, I rode with them until the wheels fell off and it fell off you hung in there I'll give you credit I, I will give you credit that but you know just goes to show the NFC East was so lackluster this year you know. Well, apparently not <laughs> at this point. Well, I don't know if Jerry Jones is a is a prophet or he's just dumb lucky. But uh, he's making that Amari Cooper trade look like he is the the prophet amongst all prophets because that trade is paying off dividends like shit. <laughs> I think he's lucky, me personally, but that's just my opinion. I think they're lucky. John Gruden is over there calling calling the shots. True, 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 true. But uh, the thing about it is that it's just it's it's. I mean, so many things had to go right at the last season, at like with the last game of the season, for everything to be the way it is right now. And I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm, I mean, I'm not even a Dallas Cowboys fan. I mean, not you know, I'm not a I'm not a Cowboys fan. I'm not an Eagles fan, but you know, for the Eagles to just walk, get in there by the skin of their teeth, that alone is just like I I don't even know what to say at that point. But what killed me was the playoffs with the Chicago Bears and that that kicker, um, missing that field goal. I mean, out of every, all the things that happen right now in the college, I mean, in the NFL playoffs, I think seeing that was just like, wow. <laughs> like, seriously, wow. I was looking so forward to going into work today and seeing all those Eagles fans just look depressed. I was looking so forward to turning on my TV, watching the news, not hear fly, Eagles fly, not hear all the, you know, the braggadocious boasting. Well, so far, I listened to the Eagles saying, oh, we had another good year, and Nick couldn't do it. Goddamn Eagles person got a little beard, clip of his little freaking finger on the ball. I don't know if that really made it go more towards the goalpost on the second go-round. But it hit the goalpost, hit the bottom post, and came out. And that's luck. Because, trust me, in my opinion... Outside of that last drive that the Eagles had, and there was a couple of questionable penalties on that last drive, the Bears were the better team for that entire game. Okay, real quick, though. Does this solidify Nick Foles as a, a, a starting quarterback for the Eagles going forward? Or are we going to be subjected to going back and forth for another season between Wentz and Foles? 
I think, I, think, <laughs> I, I said it before earlier this week. I think he, I think Foles is fool's gold. <laughs> yeah, you did say that. You did say that. Well, mm-hmm. I second well, that. I, okay. I I think he's a systems guy. Everyone forget when he went to um St. Louis Rams or yep. L.A. St. Louis Rams. He didn't look all that particularly good. Now, granted, it was Steve Fisher there, and he was even making yes. Jared Goff look like a friggin' bust. So, <laughs> once they got Sean McVay, and all of a sudden, Jared Goff is a fucking, you know, pro bowler. However, I'm, I'm, I don't know. Somebody's going to take a chance. Well, well, the reason why I'm asking is because if they go far enough, I mean, I don't, I, I don't want that to happen, but if they go far enough, like to the point where they advance. Like, how can you not? So, like, how can you not have that conversation for two years in a row? I don't know, but I can hear something on Ace's background about Chipotle. Ah, uh, yeah, I need to turn. Now, wow. Um, I don't think I don't think the Eagles get past the Saints this weekend. Um, I think the Saints is going to is going to thrash them. Uh, so we can end this whole debate about Nick Foles and the Eagles. So, uh, yeah. So that's all I can say about that. All right. I, I, okay. I'm, I'm not even going to say anything about any other anything else. Eagles or Cowboys at this point. Like, I to be honest, I would be okay with the outcome of them. Both going home, but we shall see. I I, I would be too. <laughs> However, I think I think there's going to be at least one quote unquote upset, if not two. Um, I'm not sure exactly which one. My my money bet is probably going to be the Cowboys beating the Rams, but I have a bad feeling the Eagles are going to go in there in New Orleans and avenge their loss when they got their ass whipped two months ago. To be honest, I was thinking that the upset would come at the hands of the New England Patriots. Well, well on the NFC side. Oh, well, yeah. okay. Sorry. 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 <laughs> yeah. It's hard to bet against, but I've seen the – I can see it. I can see it. Depends on which Chargers teams comes to play. That's true. Uh, I think the Chargers is going to beat the is going to beat the Patriots uh, handily because think about the Chargers played the Chiefs, they played the Ravens, uh, they played they played a couple other the top top teams in the NFL and beat them all. Um, I mean, yeah, they lost to the Ravens, but didn't turn around and beat them in the playoffs. So I, I think the Chargers on the AFC and the Chiefs in my opinion, will probably make it to the ASU championship. Andy Reid has something to prove. I think Pat Mahomes is going to get them past, uh, going to get them past this round. Um, but I don't think they'll make it out of the AFC championship. And I think it's going to be San Diego. <sighs> and then, uh, I don't know. I have a strange feeling the Cowboys might come out of the NFC. No, please. Oh. Don't do <laughs> no. no. Okay, y'all sleep on that defense is top ten. Y'all sleep. Uh, oh, please, sleep on them if you want. I will be sick to my stomach. I don't even know I can watch the Super Bowl. <laughs> well, we all know one person to be happy out of our group. I, I'm gonna say that. I'm gonna say that. We already know who that person will be. You know how many Dallas Cowboys, Emmett Smith, Tony Dorsett jerseys that I'll see walking around? Uh, it'd be sickening. Hold up. So you rather see? You'd rather hear about the Eagles as opposed to the Cowboys? I'd rather hear about neither one of them. (laughs) (laughs) No, I like the Saints. I'd rather see the Saints in there or the Rams. I don't think the Rams are going to make it. I think the Rams are slightly flawed, but their pass rush has been real real suspect the last month. No, the whole team has been real suspect these past months. And my early knee, I think, is a little bit more, you know, well, he's he's gonna play, but I think it's not 100 percent just yet. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I to be honest, I don't have any faith in the Rams right now, um, especially these, after these past couple of weeks with them their last play. It's just I just don't see that confidence there like it was before in the beginning of the season. That's for sure. 
So I'm calling it. Though very lightly, very lightly, very, very lightly. What are you calling it? You know, stand by the courage of your convictions. Who are you calling? Charges Cowboys. Wow. Wow. I just have a strange feeling. I don't know. Something about the Cowboys, they just look like they're clicking right now. And everything is in their favor. Granted, granted, you know, you still got St. Louis in their high flying offense, but their defense is nasty. I mean, it's not flashy like the Rams, you know. It's not flashy like um, like San Diego's. But Dallas still has a top-10 defense. And, uh, yeah, I have a strange, strange feeling. The more you because, – Because think about it. St. Louis don't really have a defense when you look at the game they played against uh, – the game they played against Kansas City. So, yeah. I can, uh, a semi semi decent defense against uh, St. Louis. I can see whoever's playing St. Louis with a halfway defense, uh, decent defense can come out uh, victorious. So it wouldn't, wouldn't shock me in a bit. I mean, the Cowboys did do it before. I mean, they really got up in you know um, Drew Brees' face in that game, and you know didn't give him a clean pocket to, to pass. Can he do that? Can he replicate that again? I think I think um, the Saints will probably if they do play them again, we'll probably be able to kind of, you know, match that and have some answers for that. But the one thing with Dallas, if you get them in a high-scoring game or you get them from behind, then they, they can't win. As long as they got a fighting chance. As long as they can run Dak and Prescott can work his magic and Cooper can get the rock, anything is possible with them. Still, it's still going it's, it's to be interesting to see because Saints are still at home. So yeah. they, need, they need low scoring games on their end for them to win. Anything like twenty plus that the other team is putting up, then the boys have a lot of troubles. Because now you're not running the ball. You gotta put the hand and you know the ball in Dak's throw. And that's the big question mark. So let me play devil's advocate before we get out of here for the evening. What if Philly went into New Orleans and beat the beast the Saints and the Cowboys to turn around and beat the St. Louis, who would you pick to win the NFC Championship? Considering that, you know, we all thought the NFC East was some trash not even four or five weeks ago. <laughs> and now they're representing the NFC. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know. <laughs> the Giants? <laughs> Can they come and play? Shoot. <laughs> that will be like my worst nightmare because one of them got to go. And if you had to choose one, <laughs> I'm not even going front. I'm not even going front. I would, if, if I had to choose between one of them going, I would rather choose Dallas going first. Me too, because I want to hear Shaw talk about a black QB. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I, I would rather hear. Yeah, well, Dude. not that, but it's just I have too much. I have too much family members and too many people that are Dallas Cowboys fans, and that would be very ongoing. It's more so. It's just more so between who. What fans do I know more? Do I know more Dallas fans or do I know more Eagles fans? I know a lot more Dallas fans than I do of Eagles fans. So I would need the Dallas to be gone first so that it kind of balance everything out. <laughs> Eagles can go at the very end. I don't really care. But I need Dallas to go first. I apologize, but I'm just – I don't need to hear all that right now. I need the 49ers personally, but I'm, I'm years away from that. <laughs> I don't know. I don't have an answer for you for that. Uh, <laughs> we'll come back to you next week. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> After this weekend to see. After this weekend, who, yeah, exactly. Who's actually representing? <laughs> well, fellas. Oh, and one last topic, real quick. Uh, AB has he played his last down in in in, in still a country? Yes. I. About. 80% yes. Shame. Shame. So, if you think Antonio Brown leaves, how many more years do you think Big Ben has left? One. Well, I think that because of the fact that, you know, they still played well. They got Juju still there. Mm-hmm. Um, I still think he, you know, he's still there. I think they're going to weather the storm on this one with Antonio. 
I mean, of, of course, they're going to miss his presence. But at the end of the day, I think that it's going to still be the status quo and they're going to continue on. So I don't think Ben is going to, not going to go anywhere anytime soon. So you, so you don't think he'll be crippled by losing? I mean, obviously, they didn't play with Le'Veon Bell. But having lost Le'Veon and Antonio Brown, don't think it's going to have too much of an impact. I think it will have a, a little impact, but you did have James Conner that James, exactly. James Conner that did, you know, was a nice fill-in for Le'Veon Bell. Um, Juju Smith was definitely going to have to be the one to step up. Um, yeah, you're going to lose that production and that kind of, you know, that personality with Antonio Brown if he's moved, and I think he'll probably be moved. Um, but, but you know, you gotta you gotta keep, you know, they'll keep it going somehow. Yeah, I mean, let's be honest. Like all jokes aside, like you see where Dallas is, and they, you know, they and Des Bryant even on it, it's not far from the team anymore. So, you know, I think they'll find a re- good replacement going forward. And I think I like like Earl said, Juju Smith got Juju got to be that man to step up. Man, and I something, think he can. something about the Steelers. Uh, 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 What's that staff? Their uh, their scouting staff, dude. They know how to go out there and get some picks, man. Whatever reason, they they are like the modern day Alabama or the modern modern day Clemson, or whatever. When it comes to, they don't they just reload when it comes to talent because they seem to like know exactly when to get rid of players and somebody else would just step right in and be that man, like Santonio Holmes. He wins the game when he catches the Super Bowl, gets gets uh, let go the one year, and somebody else steps in and takes his place. Like they didn't even skip a beat. <laughs> no, they did skip a beat because they ain't make the playoffs. <laughs> uh, uh, well, not too many teams do after they uh, they win the Super Bowl one year. Like you say, the Eagles squeaked in. So. <laughs> <laughs> I like the, the Patriots. <laughs> oh well, nobody's the Patriots. So. Oh, well, all right, fellas. Man, it's just crazy when you sit there and get to talking a little bit of sports. Our time just seems to fly by. Uh, but without further ado, you know, we, we're going to have to call this particular uh, episode of Guys Talking Sports uh, farewell. But before we uh, get going, let everybody know where they can find you. Well, you can find me on Twitter, yeah, Twitter and the gram, um, J.E. Ross, number seven. Uh, now I have to repeat that again. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, I see. You can find me on um, Twitter and the gram, J.E. Ross, the number seven. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram, I am Al Qualls. Twitter and Instagram, I am Al Qualls. And you can find me on Twitter, uh, CatDaddy1963. That's CatDaddy1963 on Twitter. Well, fellas, thank you once again. Uh, it's always a pleasure uh, when we get together and discuss some sports. So until next week. We'd like to say thank you to everybody out there and uh, everybody have a blessed 2019 and look forward to getting back together next week. God bless everybody. Have a good one.